Next on BYU Sports Nation, what does a number 20 ranking do for BYU football as they prepare for Washington? Is this the most important game left on the schedule? Who or what will have the greatest influence on the outcome against the Huskies? And which Power 5 team was Tom Homo referencing yesterday when he said a P5 scheduling announcement is on the way? Any guesses? Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation is live. Your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Happy Friday, September 28th, wherever and however you're connected. This is how we do it. Great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with the man who is back to his old ways, just avoiding the button overall, Jerem Jordan. Yeah, I just, I just don't want to wear button shirts right now. That's a personal choice, you know? I, I don't have to wear a button-up shirt. No, you don't. It's not, it's not Sunday. Cooler temperatures are also in your favor. Yeah, it's, uh, it's the fall. You, you blink, and it's almost October. Like, crazy. We're, we're almost done. BYU's playing their fifth game in September, by the way. Think about this. BYU has an opportunity to finish September with four wins and one loss. Hold on. Say that again. BYU has an opportunity to what? finish the month of September what? in this gauntlet of a schedule. Yeah, I'll take three and two. I'm with good. four I'm wins good. and one loss. Three and two, I'm good. Worst case scenario yeah, I'll, is I'll t- three and two. I'll tell you what I expect out of this game or hope for, right? Besides winning, of course. Also on the show today, Fox Sports reporter Bruce Feldman will tell us what he expects between BYU and Washington. He joins us in about 15 minutes. Is he buying the BYU stock right now, Jerem? And going for two in 30 minutes. Jerem's going to put himself in contention potentially for another half point, I think. Excuse me? Them them is fighting words, man. (laughs) And Jason (coughs) Shepard, excuse me, one-on-one with Lopini Katoa in 40 minutes. Uh, Lopini's going to win that. Present today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. 20th ranked BYU heads to Seattle, Washington. For a showdown with number 11, Washington. Travel day today. Countdown to kickoff tomorrow. Begins on Saturday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern, live on BYU TV. Watch the the game live on Fox at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. BYU men's basketball practice number one of the season was yesterday afternoon. The Cougar tip-off is October 19th. I can't believe you just said that. Basketball is almost back. I can't believe you say a lot of things, too. Women's volleyball beat Gonzaga last night. Another sweep in West Coast Conference play. Ronnie Jones-Perry led the Cougars with 10 kills. 25-10, 25-12, 25-15, Jerem. They are doing work. The Cougars take on Portland tomorrow, 3 Eastern. Watch that match live on BYU TV. And the women's soccer team also took care of Gonzaga, 3-1, with goals from Elise Flake, Lizzie Braby, and McKaylee Moore. Tomorrow, the Cougars host Portland. Pre-game coverage on BYU Radio at 8.30 Eastern. The game on the W.TV as well. All rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Straight up, Jerem, is tomorrow's game for BYU football against Washington. The most important game left on the Cougars' schedule. Well, let's think about it. Uh, it's on Fox. National national television. It's against uh, number eleven. You know, BYU's not going to play a team that's ranked higher than eleven left on the schedule. It's a power five road game. Hmm. No, it's Utah. Utah is still the most important game left on the schedule. Listen, BYU doesn't have to win tomorrow. Okay, BYU needs to beat Utah though. 
There's a lot more riding on that than just the game, right? So I, I would say no. I, I understand why someone would argue for Washington, but uh, if you bleed real blue, you need that Utah win at the end of the season. And by the way, that's a Power 5 road win. That matters a lot, too. It depends on what you value most. Do you care more about making national waves? Because BYU beating Washington in Seattle at the end of September to go 4-1, and one, the Huskies ranked Be number huge. 11, yeah. would cause more of a rift nationally than BYU beating Utah the final game of the regular Assuming season. Assuming that Utah's not ranked 2. Utah's not going to be ranked number 11. Right, but what if they're... 19. Doesn't matter. They're not number 11. Oh, and, it certainly matters. And they're not the preseason Pac-12 favorites. Right. But Washington would suddenly become... Washington already beat Utah. If, if, Washington if has Washington the cachet. Loses, if BYU beats Washington, Washington's out of the playoff. See ya. I'm not saying that I don't agree with you. Because strictly from a BYU Sports Nation blue goggle perspective, the That's most we're important talking game left on, on the schedule is Utah. <laughs> Besides, but you have you, to understand. Wait, hold on, hold on. Besides UMass, right? But you have to understand that strictly from a national standpoint, there is no more cachet than the game BYU has with Washington. Right. BYU's not going assuming, to play a higher ranked team. Assuming that Utah doesn't go on some crazy run. They lost to Washington. They lost to Washington. Right, but if Utah wins out, they're right there as well. Doesn't matter. Washington's still the Pac-12 preseason favorite. Right, but they won't be the midseason favorite. Do you think Utah's going to win out? Do you really no. think the Utes are going to win no, out? No, I don't. Which but, is why I'm saying nationally. if they did, it could climb into a similar. Listen, if Washington and Utah. I want you to put on the blue plan, goggles to say that Utah wins out so that that game is, I'm not even, doing is that, even higher. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm not putting on blue goggles having to do with Utah ever. <laughs> Don't you dare bring that up again. We no red goggles in here. Yes, this is a this is a huge game for BYU. Listen, it's too much to expect BYU to win two top fifteen games on the road. It really is. So I'm going into this one very casual in my expectations for uh, BYU. But the Cougars got to beat Utah this year. It's listen. Even if Utah was winless, you've lost seven in a row. You gotta you gotta win it. You know, and and it'd mean a lot. It'd mean another Power Five win. It'd mean you end the streak. It'd mean that you. Establish some kind of order uh, among the chaos that has been BYU against Utah, right? So, uh, yeah, if you were saying, what would you rather have more? Now, that, now that's an interesting discussion as well. Yes. We are not doing that <laughs> I'm right still now. going with Utah on that, though. I'll be honest. It just depends on what you value. What's the most important game left on BYU's schedule? What do you value most? Do you it, value BYU beating a team that already beat Utah and maximizing the national exposure and like getting a second a good job top doing 20 already. team? Yeah. Yes, the win at Wisconsin job. absolutely Fantastic. did that. But yeah. what do you value most? Do you value another top 15 road win? Guaranteed, because Washington is number 11 compared to the hypothetical that Utah might well, be ranked. No, when it's BYU about beating your rival. It's not about the hypothetical. It's about I agree with you. You should always be your rival. I agree with you if there. You, if you're like, nah, we don't need to be our rival, I question your values. What do people value more? Yeah. Uh, I value winning. In this age of digital influencers, there will, there will certainly be physical influencers tomorrow Ooh, at Husky okay. Stadium. Who or what will have the greatest influence on the outcome of tomorrow's game? BYU is going to challenge Jake Browning, the Washington quarterback, to beat them through the air. Washington's not going to be able to run the ball against BYU the way that they want to. When you step back and look at what BYU's defense has done in the stout front, I don't care if there are injuries. BYU managed against Jonathan Taylor with some banged-up players. Butch Powell didn't play against Wisconsin. Yeah, if, if Zane Anderson sits out the game again, I'm nervous, though. Washington does not have a better rushing attack than Wisconsin. 
Yeah, they, they're only three and a half yards better than BYU right now, running the ball. Everybody wants to try and establish the run. It's all key, right? BYU's defense says, well, we stopped the run. We have a great chance to win the game. Washington says, we establish our run game with Miles Gaskin. We've got a great chance to win the game. Washington's not going to present BYU with a tougher rushing attack than what Wisconsin did. However, I think Washington has an advantage on the outside. They have great speed in their receivers, and they've got a proven, tested quarterback that can chuck the ball all over the field. If Jake Browning is accurate and can pick apart the BYU pass secondary, I think he will have the greatest impact on the game. And granted, if he can't do it, then he has an impact on the game as well. Washington won't be able to move the chains, can't get first downs, can't hold on to the ball. BYU will challenge him to beat them through the air because they're not going to be able to run on BYU as much as a team like Wisconsin did. Yeah, Browning has been inconsistent. Uh, his sophomore year, he was dope. And then uh, junior year, not that good. He and, came in as a Heisman Trophy candidate yes. his junior year. And then year. this season, six touchdowns, four picks in three games. So, um, Or four games, rather. Um, so I'm not all on Jake Browning, per se. I think the BYU offensive line is the answer to this question. If the Cougars can't run the ball, they can't do jack. Uh, in the Cougars' lost this season, BYU ran for 91 yards. In the wins, BYU's averaging 178. So basically double that. That's a big disparity. So if BYU can't run the rock, forget about it. Uh, 4.7 yards per carry in the three wins, 2.8 in the loss. And BYU's not been able to be as explosive as they've wanted. Obviously, in the past game, we've said it ad, na- ad nauseum this week, but also rushing the ball, which is our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. BYU has two carries of more than 20 yards this season, a 21 plus. They're both from Squally Canada I was going to say, Wisconsin. in the same game, right? Yeah, so you don't have to have a bunch of explosive run plays, per se, to be successful. BYU's... Di- I made this point on Twitter before the show. BYU's turned into Utah. BYU's turned into Utah. Offensively, it's like, you know what? Nickel and Diamond, established run, not very explosive. We're going to do it kind of... Our defense is going to keep the game within reason. We're not going to turn it over on offense. We're going to get some takeaways on defense, and then we'll be really good on special teams. BYU's it's a winning formula. Line. It really is. BYU's offensive line will have an impact for sure. It will be the greatest influencer. I don't know. I think Jake Browning, he has some tendencies. You can make him nervous. He'll release the ball. Jake, are you watching this in right some now? not good you places. Nervous? You nervous? He no- nervous I don't bro? think he's nervous. You nervous? Bro? Until he's got Kairos Tonga and Corbin Kafusi running at him. You can make him. He gets happy feet a little bit, and sometimes he'll release the ball like in bad movie. situations. So turnovers. From Jake Browning, I think the lack thereof, or if he does turn the ball over, will have the greatest impact on this game. The guy that had the one takeaway against Wisconsin is in question for this game, Zane Anderson. Well, we'll see. that makes me nervous. We'll see. What do you expect to happen tomorrow between BYU and Washington, Jerry? 17 plus, Spencer. Four? Washington. Okay. BYU on the road, you can't do it. You know, that's, that's the rhetoric that's been happening in each of the road power five games for BYU. Arizona, 11-point dog. Khalil Tate, blah, blah, blah. Wisconsin, number six, 41-game non-conference win streak. I don't know who I'm speaking like, but I am. 21-point dog. BYU has answered the call in both of those games. I think BYU plays much better with the chip on their shoulder. However, I think Washington is more dynamic than 
Arizona, and Wisconsin. They can, they can sling it. They can run it. Defensively, they've got one of the nation's best secondaries. They've always got a stout defense. In fact, the last three years, they've led the Pac-12 in points allowed and yards allowed defensively. I mean, this is a, this is a different kind of test in Wisconsin. Um, similar, similar in that these are really good programs. If BYU is competitive in this and, and is respectable, avoids a major setback of some kind, I'm, I'm fine with the moral victory of a close loss in this one. I really am. Because BYU's had a schedule. They're a ranked team. Potentially, they stay ranked if, if they play competitive. If BYU wins, it's another unbelievable win. And now we're talking about a BYU team that is out of the gates in quite possibly the greatest September in, in Cougar football history with two top 15 wins on the road. Are you kidding me? Okay, so in terms of expectations, I expect this game to be a one-possession game going into the fourth quarter. I expect that. What do you expect at the end? I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, if BYU can push it into the weird zone, then I think the Cougars have a great chance. Love the weird zone, dude. To pull another upset. <laughs> because all of the pressure then shifts to the home team, who is supposed to win, who is a major favorite. If BYU can stay within one, I mean, even two possessions of like 10 points, going into the fourth quarter and make it, weird for the Huskies, then all bets are off. Forget about 17-plus. That's I, out the window, baby. I'm nervous about BYU's ability to if they go down to come yes. back. Because a fast start offense, is critical. Yes, BYU's offense is not explosive. In fact, the Cougars have only scored seven points in the first quarter of the season. And then in the second, 41, third, 41, and fourth, seven. So Washington's, BYU's been really good second, third quarter. Yeah, Washington's only given up. 12.8 points per game. Yes, this is the nation's uh, a top five scoring defense. I expect this to be it's a, a one-possession game. BYU within 10 points going into the fourth quarter. Now, can BYU, if I'm Washington, I'm like, Tanner Mangum, beat me. Throw the ball. Let's see it. But, uh, because they can line up one-on-one on BYU's receivers and feel pretty confident. So BYU's got to win some matchups on the outside. Does this qualify as another Heisman Trophy candidate? On the opposing team, I would say Aaron. no. No, Jake Browning was a Heisman Trophy candidate at one point. This is a road power I, five game. BYU's a yeah, double digit underdog. Stretch it, stretch it. Let's it's make funny. it similar. Arizona, yeah. Wisconsin, and now Washington. You've got elite Heisman Trophy players on the other side. BYU is supposed to get waxed by this team. Play with the edge, Cougars, and that's yeah, why I think yeah. this is going to be a single digit game going into the fourth quarter. Make it weird. Get it weird. Which is a super BYU thing. Uh, yesterday, BYU Athletic Director Tom Hummel told us the following. We have a really good uh, contracted game that we just got. Contract done, but we can't announce it yet because sure you can, we're, not, we're not ready. <laughs> but that would be a game that we'll announce soon. <clears throat> that would be what we were looking for. We've been looking for this game for a while. Power five? Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm, Power Five. Uh, Spencer, who do you think the team is? I hope it's another Big Ten team, Jerem. <laughs> you always won three road games in the Big Ten country the last four years. I hope it's the Iowa Hawkeyes. Oh, Iowa Hawkeyes. That'd out be of the cool. Big Ten. I would love that. That'd it, be great. If not that, middle of the pack Big 12 team, maybe Oklahoma State. I would say they're upper echelon Big 12. Yeah, that's fair this year. Uh, yeah, most years. They're like top four in that league. I think. Oh, they, you're right. They only have ten teams. 
<laughs> That's they middle of the had, pack. They could have had an 11th. If you're not Oklahoma or TCU, you're not top of the Big 12, right? Yeah. But Oklahoma State typically is in that three to five range. Yeah. Still. Okay. Iowa. I, I want it to be a Big 10 team, and I want it to be Iowa. Okay, interesting. Uh, how about Kansas State? Ooh. Kansas State would be awesome, right? Oh, rekindle the oh, 1997 yeah. New Year's Day Cotton yeah. Bowl game. How about Florida? See, I think Florida's down. Now's a good time. But are they too It's going to be in 2045. Florida but. never leaves. They never leave the state early in the yeah. season. Yeah. So I just don't think it's going to be Florida. How about Texas A&M? Okay, now that one is another I thought about. That, SEC, a team that BYU's played before, that would be awesome. Yeah, I hope it's a Big Ten team, so BYU has a Big Ten road game. Yeah. And did, <laughs> we didn't get clarification as to whether it was a one-off or a home and road, right? Yeah, just, we did it not was follow just, up it on was that. Just I would imagine if it's a contract in place maybe and he's excited about it, I would think it's a home and road situation. Perhaps it's a neutral. Or maybe it's neutral. We, maybe it's a big game know. against – yeah. Yeah, perhaps it's – Maybe it's, BYU's playing Texas A&M in Dallas. I yeah. don't know. I'd take that. Or Kansas State in let's, Dallas let's for that go. matter. You know what? I want – 12 Power 5 teams on the schedule. That's what I want. Or the Cougars are playing Iowa in Indianapolis or Chicago. In that, in that one big city. In or Detroit. I don't know. Kansas I don't know. City again. I know that I'm excited that the contract is in play. Like, it's official. It's That's just great. a matter of BYU deciding with that other school Who is it? when they it's want like, to announce It's like that. when you got the mystery airhead flavor, like the white wrapper. You're like... Oh, what what's the flavor? What is, it? Is, it what is the is flavor, by the way, yeah. of the white airhead? Does anybody know? Has anybody figured that out? <laughs> what's the mystery flavor of the white airhead? Yeah, I don't know. Other really? things that don't really matter. Really? How about really a question that we do care about and we want you to answer? I care about that one? Okay. Another question that we actually care about. Who or what will have the greatest influence on the outcome of tomorrow's BYU at Washington Top 20 showdown in Seattle and why? Let's go to Voice of the Nation. This is the Voice of the Nation on BYU Sports Nation. At Price Tyson 97530 in on Twitter. The final score will have the greatest influence. If BYU wins, I'll be happy. BYU loses, I'll be sad. I want BYU to win because the game will be on Fox and a lot of people in the country should have their focus on this game. It will make BYU look good and BYU will move up in the rankings. If BYU beats Washington... How much do the Cougars jump up in the rankings? And could BYU stay if they lose competitively? That's the question. I think so. I think BYU I, I think is so high as well. enough yes. that if it's a three-point game, a one-point game, they're at yeah. 25, maybe just outside. Yeah, 20th. I still, I'm Amazing. still like, what? Amazing, Amazing. right? Okay. Hashtag BYUSN. Amen. Coming up, our going for two picks. Will I break out 17-plus in that again? <laughs> you want that half point going for two? <laughs> oh, two points. Coming for you. And next... The man who will be the reporter for the game tomorrow of Fox Sports, Bruce Feldman, joins the program. Really, is he buying stock on the 20th-ranked Cougars at this point? This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Tomorrow at 7.30 Eastern, hang out with us on Countdown to Kickoff as we get you ready for the Huskies and Cougars in a top 20 showdown live from Seattle and Provo. 
It's countdown to kickoff on BYU TV tomorrow at 7.30 Eastern. Live from Studio B, this is your day-to-day BYU Sports play-by-play. I am Spencer Linton hanging out with Jerem Jordan. Listen to BYUSN On Demand by downloading the BYU Sports Nation podcast, or you can always watch the show by going to BYUSN.com. Experience BYU Sports Nation at your leisure, whenever, wherever, however you prefer. Our question of the day, who or what, will have the greatest influence on the outcome of tomorrow's BYU at Washington Top 20 showdown and why? At It's a Faux Hammer, in on Twitter. Pass rush, passing defense. If BYU can get home a few times and rattle Browning, and I think he can be rattled, Jerem, it becomes BYU's game on the ground. Hashtag beat Washington. Yeah, I agree with that, but reverse. It's BYU's game on the ground first. It's the old line, baby. Toby Thacker on Facebook. Pac-12 and they're officiating. Oh, yep, forgot about that. Washington is their only chance at the playoff. <laughs> True, Washington has to win. This is a big game. This is a big game. The rest of the league's probably going. The hey, urgency is win. real. Yeah, the urgency is absolutely real. Because Washington played what they thought at the time was their one big non-conference yeah. game. Well, now they have a ranked opponent. They have another. Also at JNL's twenty-one on Twitter. Jeff Graham's mustache, because the thing is magical. Jeff Graham's turned 50 on Sunday. Happy birthday. The big 5-0. Yeah. I love the subtle shots that Kalani was taking at him on Monday in the presser. We're not so sure. Yeah, it's, always, it's always fun to celebrate a guy that's a half century old. Yeah. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Hashtag BYUSN Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Earlier this morning, Fox Sports sideline reporter and writer for The Athletic, Bruce Feldman, joined us on the Deseret First Credit Union hotline to discuss the stock of BYU and what he anticipates tomorrow between the Cougars and Huskies in Seattle. Here is that interview. All right, Bruce, welcome back to the program. Great to have you. Uh, BYU, number 20 in the country, 3-1. and one. one of the surprises of uh, college football thus far this season. Obviously, the Wisconsin uh, win was a big one, but what's your evaluation of the BYU Cougars thus far? Yeah, I'd agree with you. I think they're one of the bigger, pleasant surprises of the season so far. I think Jeff Grimes has been a really good addition. Uh, knew him a little bit when he's the old line coach at LSU. He's obviously taking some of the Matt Canada stuff that he worked with last year and really kind of just tweaked it. And I think uh, it's been impressive. You know, the, the, that was a really good team they beat a couple of weeks ago, and now they got a big test here. And they're a physical team. It's kind of what we expect from BYU. And I really think uh, Kalani Sataki's opened up a lot of people's eyes right now. BYU taking on Washington. It's another top 15 team on the road. It's BYU's third Power 5 team on the road in September. So what do you think this game means for what BYU could do this season? I mean, I I think when you have a schedule like they do and like they're going to keep having where you're going to have these big Power 5 opponents, um, it keeps them nationally relevant, and I think that's important. I'm not saying they need to win all of them, but I think it's important to be competitive and certainly – I think that that Wisconsin game was huge. You have some momentum there, and now what do they do with it? You know, I, I think people aren't sure exactly what to make of them um, at this point. But it, yeah, I don't know if necessarily I need to win this game to, to to show people that BYU's on the way back. But I think if they if they do, uh, that would be a huge statement. That would be two wins as good as anybody else. Especially these are tough places to play. They're winning. They would be winning these games. Yeah, it would be impressive for sure. Uh, and since BYU beat Wisconsin, I think Cougar fans think, hey, you know, BYU has a shot in, in almost any game they play at this point. But this matchup's a little different. Washington more dynamic and certainly in what they do. So how do you see this matchup uh, between BYU and the Washington Huskies? Well, I think you have two 
two teams that like to be physical. I think what's going to be interesting is Washington's really – I think Washington is a better team on defense than what they saw a couple of weeks ago. They're more athletic. They're really good in the back end. Uh, so, to me, it's like, will they be able to do as much damage? Will Washington turn the ball over and make some mistakes? I mean, I feel like right now Washington is underwhelmed in their games. They obviously didn't win the opener against Auburn. It was a tough game they lost. And then they've had some games where I think they've struggled more with teams than people probably thought they would. Certainly Arizona State, I would put in that category. And so I think there's a lot of people, you know, myself included, who are curious to see what we're going to get from from Washington against a really physical opponent. We're talking with Bruce Feldman, Fox Sports sideline reporter, writer for The Athletic as well. It's interesting, Bruce, because you look at BYU's offensive numbers, and BYU has yet to go over 400 yards. They don't have eye-popping stats. They're in the bottom 30 in a lot of this stuff. Yet the defense has carried the Cougars. BYU's not turning it over. They're getting takeaways, solid special teams. This feels like Kalani Satake has taken that influence from Kyle Whittingham at Utah and turned that into what BYU has now this season. What do you think? And that's not a bad person to, to blueprint to follow. I mean, just from somebody having covered the Pac-12 a lot and seen Utah teams up close, and you know how physical and how impressive they are, I think that that's something that works. And I think it's honestly true to some of the players they have. When I talk to coaches who faced BYU this, this year, the biggest thing they talk about is how big, physical, and athletic the uh, those linebackers are. And so, you know, they're going to have a big test. Miles Gaskin's a good running back, so on a bed. Is dynamic, and I think that presents some problems for them. We'll see how well they hold up. I mean, the question is going to be, do, are, are they fast enough? I mean, I thought that was an, a team of Wisconsin that actually has underrated speed. Certainly Jonathan Taylor can really fly, but uh, they passed that test. So what's going to happen, uh, you know, again, now that the stakes are just a little bit higher. BYU's 3-1. and one, They're number 20. Do you feel like BYU deserves to be the 20th best team in the country in the AP poll, in your opinion? No doubt. I mean, I... I whether they should be 17 or 22, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, that's split in hairs. But they definitely deserve to be in the top 25. I mean, you look at – they beat Arizona, and people, like, look at that and go, oh, what did Arizona do or whatever. I mean, Arizona still has, has pretty good players. I mean, it's not like they beat an FCS team. And for them to beat Wisconsin, I mean, that to me is one of the five most impressive wins of the season so far. So, And it wasn't like they got you know blown out in their other games. So why shouldn't they be ranked? I mean, I think there's teams with – with less burden of proof in their win total than what BYU has right now. And BYU moved up five spots after beating an FCS team. It was a crazy weekend, uh, which brings me to this. Can anybody challenge Alabama this year? Who who do you think are the uh, best nominees for that? Somebody can. I mean, look, nobody's, you know, we're talking about 18, 19-year-olds, and they look great one week, and they look shaky a month later. You know, I think certainly... uh, Clemson could, Ohio State could, I think Georgia could. Who knows? They got to play at LSU. LSU has a really good defense. It'll probably be a night game. Uh, a lot happens when we see some turnovers. And Tua's Tagovailoa's played fantastic, but all it takes is two turnovers, and then all of a sudden momentum swings. And Alabama, this Alabama team's in a different place they've been, than they've been at any point this year. Nobody look. Nobody thought Clemson was going to lose last year to Syracuse. So it just. Crazy stuff happens in college football. It's part of the game, and that's what make it, makes it fun. Well, Bruce, we appreciate the return to BYU Sports Nation. Uh, we'll watch you on the sidelines tomorrow on Fox, 830 Eastern, for BYU and Washington. We appreciate the time. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Our thanks to Bruce Feldman for joining us on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. Here's a guy that 
doesn't have any vested interest in either BYU or Washington. So to hear him say BYU deserves to be in the top 25 is a validating remark from a national guy. So those of you that are saying, oh, BYU is fool's gold. It's fool's gold. They beat a bad Arizona team. They got lucky against Wisconsin. Bruce Feldman, he doesn't care either way. He's just there to analyze what's happening. He thinks BYU deserves to be in the top 25. Coming up, why has BYU been so good on the road? Lapina Katoa tells all. Well, it's because they play a lot of Heisman Trophy candidates and are double-digit underdogs, right? At some point, that can't continue to just keep going, <laughs> right? Like, what? And uh, I think I'll extend my lead in going for two. So let's just go ahead and set that up next, Jerem. This is BYU Sports Nation. Check out BYU Sports Nation right now with Kiki Solano. She's got all the deets on Cougar Sports with a social media twist. Watch it right now on BYU Sports Nation's Facebook, IGTV, Twitter, and YouTube accounts. A new uh, episode is out and a funny homage to Jeff Graham's first birthday. Among other things. Check it out. Yeah, it's been an interesting week. Uh, Cosmo's head falling off, uh, a little tattoo fun. You know, just your typical BYU Sports Nation right now. week uh, in Provo, Utah. Yeah. 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 Let's keep it weird, shall we? We shall. And roll on with our headlines. <laughs> 20th ranked BYU heads to Seattle today for a game tomorrow with number 11, Washington. A reminder, watch an hour before the game kicks off on Countdown to kick off anything and everything you could possibly want to know about the Cougars and Huskies, all neatly packaged up into an hour-long presentation, live on BYU TV, 7.30 Eastern, 5.30 Mountain. Watch the game live on Fox National at 8.30 Eastern. BYU men's basketball practice number one of the season was yesterday afternoon. After practice, head coach Dave Rhodes said, you can expect another big jump from Yoli Childs. His improvement from his freshman year to his sophomore year was terrific. And then I think he's got that same, uh, um, you know, uh, I, I just believe that he'll have that same progression uh, to this year. He, I think that he's much better with the ball in his hands on the perimeter. He's much better shooting the ball on the perimeter. So we'll see Yoli Childs on the perimeter is uh, what we just learned. The Cougar tip-off is October 19th. Media day on October 4th. What's next uh, Thursday, bro? Women's volleyball in the midst of a very special season. Beat up on Gonzaga last night in the Smithfield House. Another sweep, three sets to none. Ronnie Jones-Perry led the Cougars with 10 kills. BYU now 14-0 this season, number one in the country. They'll look to make it 15-0 as they host up and coming Portland tomorrow, 3 Eastern, 1 Mountain. Watch that match live on BYU TV, of course, before you watch Countdown to kickoff. Amen to that. And the women's soccer team took care of Gonzaga 3-1 last night. Kaylee Moore set up by Coolahan. Oh, that shot dives in under the crossbar. How did it go in? That was an awesome goal. And as women's soccer uh, tweeted after that video, proof there is a pot of gold underneath the rainbow. <laughs> Love it. McKaylee Moore, Elise Flake, and Lizzie Braby all fine in the back of Yes, the they did. Tomorrow the Cougars host Portland with pregame on BYU Radio at 8.30 Eastern. The game's on the W.TV as well. Winning is fun. Especially yeah, everybody's when... everybody's winning right now. That's great. I am competing against you, my friend. Let's go for two. Can you predict the future? Nope. These guys think they can. We're going for two on BYU Sports Nation. Can I just take a PAT and go for one? <laughs> Got us out of them. <laughs> just, just send them in. It's automatic, yeah. baby. It's automatic. It's automatic. 
All right, Jerem, lead us off with your going for two picks. Well, uh, I'm going to take one for the team again. Washington by 17 plus. Now, you are yeah, eligible. You if BYU wins, you are eligible for am another I? half point. This is a thing for me? You are sacrificing this, your pick. I am? For a shot at half point. So we need to reward yeah, I, that to some degree. Reverse curse is in effect. Yes. I hope that oh, BYU yeah. uh, wins the game by one plus. I love so really much think. that Las yeah. Vegas has BYU as a 17-plus point underdog. Thank that, you, Vegas. Is that what it is still? Disrespect all you want. Give the Cougars zero chance. Web page blocked. I can't look <laughs> up the line. Nice. Uh, and my second pick, BYU will pass for 150 or fewer. Okay, The BYU pass offense has struggled. Washington's good defensively. BYU will have to win this game on the ground, in my opinion. This is the best pass defense, I think, that BYU will face all year. Yes. And the Cougars have yet to establish big numbers against any of the previous four opponents, which haven't had the stout pass defense that Washington has. So I think that's a safe pick. Now, you and I both know that if BYU goes 150-plus, oh, man, that's a great thing for the Cougars against Washington. And we'll I only... never thought that BYU passing for 150-plus would be couched as a great thing. Well, against the Steve best Young's pass defense they ticked. face on the road in Seattle. Yeah, it's just part of our DNA, as Steve Young said. Yes. All right, am I going for two picks? Currently, I lead Jerem by a total of five to three and a half because Jerem got a half point at Wisconsin for sacrificing the 17-plus curse. Sure, I'll take it. BYU will score 13 or more first half points. Okay. So that's a little spicy. Huskies give up 12.8 a game right now. A game, I think BYU will score 13 in the first half. I feel like there is a huge emphasis for the Cougars this week, led by Jeff Grimes on the offensive line. And He's now 50. He's turned the half-century mark. He's so wise. He's got the mustache. Huge emphasis to score early against Washington. If BYU is going to win this game, I think they have yes. to at least have double figures at halftime. And like I said, BYU's really been bad in the first quarter. Let me just check my Seven right points, here. right? Total all season? It was just seven, I thought. Yeah, seven. That's crazy. And, and in the fourth, sorry, 11 in the fourth. So BYU just 41 and 41 in the second and third. BYU was a second and third quarter team. Yes. <laughs> Is that how we're uh, tabling that? Okay, and I'm a huge proponent of the 24-point mark this season. You do love you some Bronco. Well, <laughs> the guy... Had something there, right? When you score 24 or more, you win like 80-plus percent of your games. And if you hold an opponent under 24, the same metric applies. BYU scored 24 in the second quarter last week, by the way. BYU is undefeated when they score 24 or more. And the only time that they haven't allowed an opponent to score... No, they haven't allowed an opponent to score 24 all season. Cal scored 21. BYU just didn't score enough to win that game. Had they hit the 24-point mark, 21 and three. BYU would be 4-0. Yeah. So I'm a big believer in that. Yeah, I think the first, team, be the first team to score 24 points wins the game. Okay. Those are our going for two picks. I'm down uh, a point and a half. I, I hope I that think you have, have in this. But I hope that you have another think. half point on uh, Monday. No, I'm getting... Oh, yes. No, yeah, I feel yes. you in that one. I want to miss that one. Yes. I want to miss that because, one. Because I am doing this for you, BYU football. I'm not doing it for me. I'm doing it for you. Continue the disrespect. I heard it all game long in Wisconsin from Trey Dye and others on the sideline. Yeah, man. No respect. Not even from BYU Sports Nation. Trey said Keep that. bringing it, man. Yeah, oh, yeah. Nice. And he wanted it to be known. He's like, hey, remember when you gave us no respect? 
<laughs> There's yeah. We're doing it for you, Trey. You know when they didn't say that? When the in the past when we always been blown out. Yeah. Like, you guys what I want to hear is you guys were right. We're terrible in this game. Like, there's no acknowledgement. <laughs> we don't want that. We don't, I don't want, want that. that. Yeah. I I really don't want that. You're right. But like there's no acknowledgement of the other side. It's always in the epic upset. No one thought we could do it, including you fools. Yeah. I think it's great. Vegas, I'm so happy I was Vegas wrong has about been that. so wrong, wrong about wrong. BYU basically in every game this year. Now wait a minute. Trey didn't watch the Thursday show before where I said BYU will win this game. Uh with with the laugh or without the laugh? With the laugh. Okay. The one with uh, the laugh against and that, Wisconsin. And now with yeah. now with Washington, I said yesterday BYU will win this game. So it's on tape. <sighs> Seventeen plus I, is also on tape. And I refrained from adding any sort of confirmation, whether it be a laugh or not, in that moment. So that it can be a clean soundbite if BYU beats Washington. I was hoping it was awkward, like, ha! <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I did it for you, man. <laughs> Who or what will have the greatest influence on the outcome of tomorrow's BYU at Washington game and why? Let's go back to Voice of the Nation. This is the Voice of the Nation. On BYU Sports Nation. Ryan Cribs on Facebook. Pressure on the quarterback. Washington's offense is centered completely on him, Jake Browning, on shutting him down. Will get BYU. So shutting him down, rather, will get BYU the win. That's why I think he, has, he that dude will have the greatest impact on tomorrow's game, whether he plays well or poorly. I, Here's <sighs> what I'm hoping. BYU's up a touchdown late. And with two seconds to Weird go, zone. Jake Browning scores a touchdown. Flips the ball in the air. A flag comes out. A long PAT is then attempted, but it's blocked by who? The ghost of Jan Jorgensen. The ghost of Jan Jorgensen. He's like, guys, I'm here. And then he's ineligible, and BYU had to forfeit the game. But it would be crazy. Jan, by the way, is at, uh, he's the D.C. defense coordinator at Orange Coast College right now. Good for Jan. He's on behind the mic this week. Yeah, yeah. He's on that uh, coaching campaign. Hashtag BYUS on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Coming up, Taylor Sander and Team USA Volleyball are playing O Brasil as we speak in the World Championships. We've got the update. Plus, next, a guy who scored two touchdowns in last week's win against McNeese, Lopini Katoa, looking for more in a big game in Seattle. He goes one-on-one BYU Sports Nation all-access with Jason Shepard. That's next. I hope he asks where Zach went. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Tomorrow at 3 Eastern, watch number one BYU women's volleyball host the Portland Pilots who went undefeated in non-conference play but have dropped the last three in a row. It's live tomorrow at 3 Eastern on BYU TV. Pilots are about to drop four in a row. Yeah, it's going to happen. Welcome back to BYU Sports Can Nation. Can you make that prediction, Kirk Herbstreit, because you're on the game call? Um. <laughs> anyway... Our question of the not, day. Not so fast. <laughs> Who or what will have the greatest influence on the outcome of tomorrow's BYU at Washington game and why? At Tyrets answers on Twitter. It will be up to the pass game. Washington knows that BYU is run heavy. They will stack the box and force BYU to throw more than usual. Both teams, I think, are going to implement then, a similar defensive scheme. Then Tyler Magnum emerges from Tanner Mangum. And throws for 389 Oh, stop it. As BYU becomes a top 15 team. Stop it. Stop it. Join the conversation 24-7 on social media. Hashtag Magnum BYU lives. USN. Jason Shepard recently went one-on-one BYU Sports Nation All-Access with Lopinia Katoa. 
He's no longer Zach, okay? It's Zach's Lopini. Gone. It's Lopini. When you score a touchdown and you're referenced twice as Lopini Katoa, then it's official. It's no over. more Zach. Over. Here is that interview, Jason Shepard with Lopini Katoa. All right, Lopini, I, I want to ask you about practice because – and it seems like I'm hearing it more this year than I've heard in years past. Everyone's talking about how all the preparation that goes into performing well on Saturday, if you're not doing the work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, it really doesn't matter. The games are won earlier in the week. With that mindset, how has practice gone this week? It's gone really good. We came out, we've come out to work every single day. I feel really confident after we practice like we've been. You know, Coach preaches we have to earn the win on Saturdays, and I feel like we've been doing that every day. What type of, of team is this in terms of practice? How do you, do you guys try and simulate as much as you possibly can game type situations? You guys try and, and take it easy a little bit so that you're not you know hurting each other. How do you guys handle practice? We we definitely simulate as much as the, of the game as we can. We practice at a high level, I feel like, and although obviously we're smart about it, we um, protect our bodies, but we're also getting ready to play in a team environment, team atmosphere, like, you know, so we, we get really prepared by going fast and playing a lot of team. So I know the two weeks ago before you played Wisconsin, uh, the jump around music was being played a ton. Is there any particular uh, musical selection that's been played at, uh, at practice more than another? There's not any specific song for this week, but whatever the song is, you saw after practice, everybody's dancing and getting excited because we know Washington's going to be a really, you know, energetic environment. But you guys like that. Everybody that we've talked to, everyone said in the fact that you guys haven't lost on the road, you guys love that adversity. You love going into one of those stadiums where everybody's on your back and booing you and screaming at you. You guys seem to thrive off of that. Why is that? I feel like we have a lot of guys who just have chips on their shoulder. You know, maybe after last year, like they just love the, you know, the challenge that's coming up. But we do t- tend to play a lot better on the, or the road so far. And so that's why I'm excited for this week, excited to go into Washington. What do you think that's been the case so far? Why have you been able to do so well on the road? I think we do well at stepping up to a challenge. And then just like there's just a different energy going into a crowd when everybody boos you running onto the field. It's just a nice, I don't know, I like it. <laughs> it's a little, it's fun. So this week, as you mentioned, taking on Washington, it's, it's a different defense than what you faced. It's much more of a... a a quicker, more athletic defense than, say, a Wisconsin. So how do you feel like the offense matches up with that style of defense? I feel like uh, we'll do what we do. Um, we, we're really you know, fast. We try to catch people off guard by going fast and misdirection. And I think that alone, if we execute what we do as an offense, it doesn't really matter who we play. It's, it's hard to, to react to what we do fast. You know, that's one of the things that has certainly stood out about this offense is how many, how much motion and shifting and so many guys getting involved. How much fun is that to be a part of when you know so many different guys are going to be a part of this thing? It's, it's exciting knowing, like, you know, there's multiple options. You don't know who's going to get the ball. And one thing, like, we, we take a lot of pride in, in the running back group is when the camera's confused and thinks we have the ball and running down the field, you know, that's, like, that's just as rewarding as us, you know, running like a 10-yard run. It, it feels good. We were having this conversation yesterday on BYU Sports Nation, and the question we were talking about was how much of an impact does the win at Wisconsin do in terms of propelling this team towards a victory at Washington? We talked about the fact that that day was big to get the W, but 
that could have lasting ramifications moving forward. You maybe can call, recall, like, we were in this situation and we did this. And confidence-wise, what does that win do heading into, say, a game like this weekend? Right. Um, it definitely was. I think it brought a lot of confidence to us as a team. And we believe that, you know, what we're doing, it works. And But every week is a new week, so we know, like, you know, we, we earned it Wisconsin week, but Washington's its own its own week, and we know we got to earn it this week. So I think as we've been practicing, like you said earlier, I have a lot of confidence in, in our practices, and so we'll go in with a lot of confidence. Washington's defense is certainly known for being very stingy, allowing uh, a lot of passing yards. So do you, do you feel like there's even more pressure on the running back group this weekend to get things going? Um. I feel just the same as any other week, honestly. Um, we all just try and do our jobs. Yeah. So this group, this running back group, a couple weeks ago I was talking with Tristan Hodge, and he was saying that the offensive line group, you know, they're kind of weird, he said. You kind of, you know, they, they joke around, they sing a lot. What do you guys in the running back room, what do you guys do to kind of let loose, hang out a little bit? What's, what's happening with the running backs? I feel like everybody has to stay on their toes, especially around Squally. Squally's always looking to to roast somebody. So, you well, really, you got you got you got to you got to beware of Squally and Coach Stewart. Coach Stewart, well, he's he's smooth about it. You know, he does it. He he won't smile. He'll just have like a you know he has that dry humor. But you got to be on your toes at all times in the running back room. So, last thing, what is the confidence level with this team heading into Seattle on Saturday? I feel that that we are you know super confident. I'm confident. And the running backs, I'm confident in, in the offense. I see the defense flying around, and I'm sure they'll be prepared. They've come out every week and done great. And so I feel really good. You know, we still have a few days of preparation, so make the most of those days and, and go in there with just energy and excitement. Lopini, great stuff. Appreciate the time, and uh, good luck against the Huskies. Thank you. Appreciate it. Lopini Katoa, one-on-one all-access with Jason Shepard. It's on tomorrow against Washington. I kind of miss Zach. He was just so different. You know, the artist formerly known as Zach. Yeah, Zach. Yeah. Yeah. But Lopini is doing all right. I think his two touchdowns were pretty good. Again, it's, I think it solidified it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it did. Coming up, Taysom Hill has a new Cougar teammate in the bayou. What? And BYU sweeps Gonzaga on a double Gonzaga night. This is BYU Sports Nation. More of those in February. Uh, yes, please. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. It's a Friday, Jerem, and shout-out to our guests, Bruce Feldman of Fox Sports and Lopini Katoa of BYU Football. If you missed any of the show, download the podcast. Go to BYUSN.com to watch full episodes. Sorry to one of the quote-unquote greats, uh, Dennis Pitta. We ran out of time. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Football. 20th ranked BYU heads to Seattle today to play number 11 Washington tomorrow. Watch countdown to kickoff at 730 Eastern on BYU TV. Pre-game on BYU Radio with Jason Shepard begins at 630 Eastern. Men's basketball. Opens up practice. That's right. We talking about practice. Not a game. Number one of the season. Yesterday afternoon, Cougar tip-off set for October 19th. Media day next Thursday, October 4th. Volleyball. Number one, BYU women's volleyball swept Gonzaga last night. It's good to be number one and uh, beat the beat the Zags. <laughs> Cougars are now 14-0 on the season. The Cougars host Portland tomorrow at 3 Eastern on BYU TV. BYU women's volleyball is currently experiencing what it's like to be Gonzaga men's basketball. Yeah, but hopefully uh, BYU won't lose to Gonzaga. Uh, undefeated. Jake Langlois led Team USA with nine points, but the U.S. was swept by Brazil this morning in a match they didn't have to have, already qualified for the Final Four there. Nice. Ben Patch had six points. Taylor Sander didn't play. Both the U.S. and Brazil will advance to the semifinals. 
Soccer. BYU women's soccer taking care of Gonzaga as well. Again. 3-1. Goals from Elise Flake, Lizzie Braby, and a beauty from McKaylee Moore. Tomorrow, the Cougars host Portland. Pre-game on BYU Radio at 8.30 Eastern. The game will be broadcast on the W.TV as well. BYU men's soccer, by the way, currently leads UC Davis 3-0 at the half in an early morning match. Cougars in the NFL. An excused absence for them. Uh, Jamal, Jamal Williams and the Packers play the Bills. Kyle Van Noy and the Patriots play the Dolphins. Uh, need a win there. Taysom Hill and the Saints go up against the Giants. And the Saints signed former BYU defensive lineman Tomasi Lalile nice, to the practice squad so that uh, he could attempt to tackle Taysom. And Fred Warner and the Niners play the Chargers in L.A. Oh, so a Fred Warner versus Michael Davis matchup. How about that? Okay. Cougars overseas. Brandon Davies started for Zalgiris yesterday. Played 14 minutes, scored nine points, had three rebounds. Cross country. The second-ranked men's team and the 11th-ranked women's team competed Notre Dame's Joe Piani Invitational at 1 Eastern. Good luck. Softball. Oh, yeah, there's that, too. BYU's pretty good at it. The women play Colorado State Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern at Gale Miller Field, part of the fall schedule. Golf. The men's team opens the season at the William H. Tucker Tournament in New Mexico at 2 Eastern. Today's rise and shout, I think, should go to an honorary Cougar, Jerem. Yes, it should. Tony Finau, with teammate Bryce Kepka, came from behind to win a point for the United States on the 18th hole in the morning session of the Ryder Cup. USA. Nice job, USA. Tony. USA. USA. Yeah. Yeah, baby. I'm done. Okay. Question of the day. Who or what will have the greatest influence on the outcome of tomorrow's BYU at Washington game and why? Heather Peterson, read on Facebook. Coaching. Satake mm. just needs to keep telling them how much he loves them. <laughs> Light well that done. fire under them and keep them moving. Yeah, he stuck to that story, too. The elite voice of the day, presented by Sundance Mountain Resort, celebrating 50 years. I just love you guys so much! Yeah, something like that. At Cougar Fan on Twitter. All the fans doing the exact same pregame and in-game rituals as they did when BYU played Wisconsin. It means me flying all the way back to Atlanta to watch the first half in SunTrust Park, but I'm a true fan, so... That's expensive, but go for it. The conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Superstitions are very real. Wear the same outfit, same clothes, all that. Go for it, BYU Sports Nation. For Jerem, I am Spencer. Shout out to Colby Colossus. Any other words, Jerem? Separate somebody's shoulder already. Go Cougs.